Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. And welcome to another podcast episode of A Fit Life on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Today, our topic of discussion is divorce. Um, I know it is a difficult subject matter for, for some of us to talk about, especially if you or someone you know has gone through it. Now, Statistically, on a good note, according to the American Community Survey data from the Census Bureau, the divorce rate has had a 50-year low, which is falling fast in recent years, which, which is good news. And, and that should be celebrated. Um, I have on the show today a Mr. Brian Dillon. He is a retiree, twice divorced, who recently wrote a book called From X to Excellence. He's going to share with us his story and what he's gone through. And um, we are glad to have him on the show today. So without further ado, please help me welcome to A Fit Life, Mr. Brian Dillon. Hi, Brian. How are you? I'm fabulous. Yourself? <laughs> I am doing well. Thank you. So, Brian, I, I want to give you the baton. So. Okay. Take it all with me. Tell me about who you are and um, why you wrote the book. So go ahead. Okay. Well, first off, thank you for having me on. Uh, some of the media has been reluctant to talk to me um, because they are afraid of the message that I'm sending out. So I'm already running into some canceling at this point. So I really appreciate you having me <laughs> oh, on. No very, problem. <laughs> very much. You know, it's interesting. Uh, I wrote this book. It's called From X to Excellence, How Men Are Discriminated Against in Family Court and How They Can Build the Life of Their Dreams Anyway. And just the part that says how men are discriminated against, I get these people that are scared to death to discuss it because it's like, you can't say men are discriminated against. That's just not approved, you know? And it's very unfortunate because the book is not uh, whining for men, it's not men against women. It's not anti-women. It's just showing exactly what goes on in family court and how men are treated. And, you know, saying that fathers are important is not the same thing as saying mothers are unimportant, you know, and that's because that would be crazy. And that's not at all what I'm saying. But unfortunately, some of them are seeing it that way. And that's really not at all what I'm trying to say. Uh, fathers are incredibly important and they're being shut out of their children's lives. I wrote the book for two big reasons. Number one, I wanted to get the word out there. I, I went through two terrible divorces. Um, I had them take everything from me, and I mean everything. And I was uh, horribly abused and discriminated against, and I didn't realize how bad the system was until I lived it. And so I wanted to put a light on that system. So after I retired, I thought, well, you know what? Uh, I'm going to write a book and hopefully 
I can spark a national conversation because this is a big issue. This isn't just the men are getting ripped off. This is fathers are being put out of children's lives and society is paying the price because we end up with these children that have all of these issues. You know, over 90% of the homeless children come from a fatherless home. The majority of teen pregnancies, teen drug abuse, uh, teen alcoholism, run-ins with the law, all of it is higher in fatherless homes. So fathers clearly are important and yet they have been sidelined and they've been told that they're not important. And if they're lucky, they'll get granted, right? They'll get granted visitation with their own child. I mean, how, how insane is this, that, that someone has the power to grant you time with your own child? It's just, uh, it's just unbelievable. So there's a lot of things like that that are going on. And I just wanted to get the word out there. Everyone that I have talked to who has not been divorced and has, and has read my book has been blown away. Like, well, I had no idea it was that bad. I had, it's just unreal. The other reason I wanted to write it is because I have such a passion for helping these guys out. I was so beat down in divorce. I have never been so low in my life. It is the most stressful thing that a person can go through, man or woman. It's the most stressful thing. It's more stressful than a death. Um, you know, in a death, maybe somebody, maybe there was an accident. Uh, maybe they had a disease, but it, you know, but in a divorce, it's not that way. In, in a divorce, oh, this woman has chosen to leave you. In the majority of the cases, the woman wants the divorce. So here's a lot of these guys, the majority of them, where, you know, she just said, hey, I don't love you anymore. And by the way, I'm taking your kids and I want a big fat check every month. What's left? See, so it's so devastating. And I studied positive thinking. I studied success. I trained it. I lived it. I, I made a lot of money. But when I went through this knockdown, especially for the second time, I just about gave up. It was just so bad. And I thought, man, if it, if it does this to me, what about the average person who doesn't have, you know, the training that I have? And so I want to help these guys out. I know, I know I can help them get their lives not only back to where they were, but I can show them how to take it a whole lot farther. And I can show them how to take this horrific experience they've had and turn it into a life better than they ever dreamed. So that's why the book, those are the two reasons I wrote the book. When your first marriage ended in divorce, did you seek professional help of any kind at all? No. Okay. I did not. Do you, would you recommend somebody that is going through that process that they do <sighs> seek professional help or rather they should handle it on their own? Tell me a little bit about that. That's a tough question to answer. I think it depends on the individual and, and what's going on. I am not totally sold on go get counseling, go talk to somebody. I'm not totally sold on that. Uh, I also don't believe that you should just do the opposite and say, ah, I work it out myself. You're going to have to examine it for yourself and decide, do you need some professional help or do you not? I really believe that a lot of it comes down to just having the right mindset. And if you can control your thoughts, you may not necessarily have to go get professional help. Now, if children are involved and you're experiencing what they call parent alienation syndrome, where the spouse is trying to turn the child against you, that's one time you really might want to get some professional help. 
because it's very, very difficult. And this is something that happens every day. And it's, it's wrong as wrong can be. It, it's wrong for a man to do, it's wrong for a woman to do. You do not destroy a parent-child relationship. It's too important. A child has basically two gods in their life. It's mom and dad. And when you blow that up, you have really rocked that kid's world. Now, kids can come through divorce amazingly well if the parents are mature and they handle things properly. But if they're not mature, if they're selfish and they don't care what happens to the kid, and frankly, most of the time, because the women get most custody, Mostly it's the woman who tries to turn the children against dad. And it's, and I, I, if I could get any message out there, it would be, please stop doing that because it's too important to your child that they have this relationship. So a lot of times we need to bring a third party in because they're so angry and they're so bitter and they can't communicate. And if somehow we, someone else can say, hey, let's don't do this to our child. But otherwise, I don't have a blanket uh, way that I look at that. In today's generation, what you have seen so far, is divorce prevalent or is it just based on, on the way we used to be with marriages and so forth? Do you see anything in today's generation that would cause any alarms to go off, in your opinion? The, the biggest alarms that I see, the rates of divorce are, are pretty consistent. I mean, almost half the marriages into divorce. There'll be over 800,000 divorces in America this year, mm -hmm. Okay. Kids are going to be part of that. The biggest issue that, that's happening that's really affecting our society is taking fathers out of these kids' lives. I mean, there's no question about it. All the statistics bear that out. Children need the father involved. And men need to step up and be fathers. And women, mothers, need to let the father. I don't care if you hate this guy with a red-hot passion. He's still the father of your child. And you need to let him be the father and stay out of it. And don't badmouth dad and just let him get there. And, and again, for my friend Bonnie out there, I will say it happens to women too. And so if it's a dad, hey, don't tear up your child's mother. She's too important. If you got issues with her, keep them to yourself. Deal with it with her, but not in front of the kids. So give me some examples of how men are discriminated against in a divorce, Brian. Gosh, there's so many. Um, for one thing, at what age are you no longer responsible for your child? If, if you have a child, once that child turns 18, you're no longer legally responsible for that child. They don't come to you if that child breaks the law. You don't have to feed that child or, you know, you're no longer responsible. That child is emancipated once they turn 18, unless you're a divorced man. See, if you're married and your child says, hey, I wanna go to college and you say, well, get a scholarship or get a job. That's up to you as a mother or a father. That's up to you. If you're a divorced man, it's not up to you. See, they force men. You have to pay for college. Well, maybe he doesn't want to pay for college. Now, whether or not you think college is important is irrelevant. The point is, why are we forcing a man to take care of someone who is legally an adult? And they tell men, you have to pay for not only college, but they pay for housing and everything else. It's child up until their 20s, the early 20s, they're still getting money from dad. Um, that should be up to dad, period. Now, let me tell you how it goes even a step further. And this is how men are discriminated against as well. Some guys have to pay twice. One of the men I interviewed for the book, he happens to live here in Florida. The judge said, you have to pay for your child's college. 
So he said, fine, I was going to pay. That's fine. You know? So when it came time, he wrote the check to his daughter. He gave it to her and said, here, honey, this is for your college tuition. She's, and he wrote on the check, college tuition. She said, thanks dad and all that. Well, the mother then later sued him and takes him back to court. And the judge said, did you pay her for child support or excuse me for uh, college? He says, yes, I, I gave the money to my daughter. Here's the canceled check. And my daughter's sitting right here testifying. She used it to pay college tuition. And the judge says, no, 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 you don't understand my question. Did you give your ex-wife the money? He said, no, I gave it to my daughter. He said, then you're in violation of a court order. Pay her. He said, I already paid, so you got to pay a second time. Wow. Now, where else in our legal system do we require someone to pay a debt twice when they've got proof they already paid it? But see, that's the arrogance of some of these judges, see? And again, right is right and wrong is wrong. And they do that with child support. You know, sometimes the the guy is self-employed and he pays the woman directly. And then they go to court and the judge says, well, you didn't pay that through the court system. So I'm not going to count it. Maybe it was just a gift. Are you kidding me? And here's a guy that's trying to do right. He's supporting his kids, but because of some technicality, judge says, well, you got, you got to pay it a second time. I'll give you another one real quick. This happened to me. I was paying uh, my wife alimony, ex-wife alimony. Right. Well, at a certain point we negotiated it lower. Okay. So we made a contract. I signed it. She signed it. My attorney signed it. Her attorney signed it. So several years later, she got mad at me. And she goes to, a, to an attorney and says, how can I get more money from this guy? And the attorney said, well, this agreement was never registered with the court. So you can get all this money that he was supposed to pay you originally. Hmm. So I get this in the mail and I tell my attorney, well, this is a joke. I've got a signed contract. And she says, well, in business law, you would be right. But family law is different. Huh? I mean, here we are in a legal system where we're bound by the written word. I have a signed contract and I'm told because this is family court, this may not be binding. Hmm. See, so now I got an $80,000 gun to my head and I paid everything I was supposed to pay. But now I got to hire an attorney and stay and fight. The judge should have just thrown it out from the get go, but they didn't. So these are the kind of things that happen. You know, I'll give you another quick one here if I can. There's a story in the news right now. It's happening in Ohio. 33-year-old woman had sex with a 12-year-old boy. Okay. Yeah. Do you know that if she gets pregnant, she can make that child that she raped pay her child support? Hmm. Okay. He's 12 years old. So what they do, and and they've done this many times, Nicolavis in Kansas, many of them out there. When they turn 18, they say, you got to pay child support for this child that you sired when you were a child and you got to pay the arrearages and we're adding about 10% interest on it. So this kid on their 18th birthday, they get hit with, you know, tens of thousands of dollars of debt because an adult took advantage of child. Okay. Now we would never let, you know, if if it was a man, a 33 year old man having sex with a 12 year old girl, we would, we would say she's a victim. But when it's a boy, we don't say they're a victim, which clearly he is. Mm. Wow. Um, so in your mind, how can we fix this? What are some things that men can do to protect themselves or some things that men can do to prevent this from happening? Well, um, what men can do, starting out, a man has to come up with a strategy and you have to decide right from the jump, 
if there's kids involved, the kids are priority. Um, if there's not kids involved, if it's just a divorce, and it, either way, if you're going to get divorced when you're a man, you need to go to a men's rights attorney. If there's one in your area, an attorney that specializes in men's rights, that's where you've got to go. Unfortunately, there's a lot of attorneys that, even though they're representing the man, they don't have the man's best interest at heart. They think the woman's the better parent. There's a lot of judges, male and female, that think women are, you know, entitled to a, a welfare check from their ex, you know. So get a men's rights attorney. Uh, stay cool when you're around your ex. She will more than likely try to push your buttons, and you can't let that happen. You've got to stay cool and stay focused on what the bigger picture is. And if, if kids aren't involved, it's a lot easier because you don't have to be around you know, uh, but those are some things that guys can do. You have to control yourself and you have to try to protect yourself. The only other things when you say, what can we do? I'd like to see the whole system change. It should be automatically that both parents get equal custody, uh, just automatically. And it's not, and it should be that way. Uh, alimony should be done away with. There is no reason in, in today's world that a woman should get a check from a man uh, or that a man should get a check from a woman. If, if the woman happy, the bigger income earner, uh, that should not entitle a man to a check. Uh, so we need to get rid of alimony and uh, we honestly need to get the whole system out of the courts and stop making it so adversarial. Uh, and the other thing, if there was any way that we could get our society educated on parental alienation syndrome and let them know the damage they're doing to these kids, that would, uh, that would be a big bonus too. Hmm. All right, Brian. So before we proceed with the other questions, I'm going to take a, a quick break here and go to our sponsors and we'll be right back. Okay, guys. So stay with us. Attention, all you lovebirds out there. Adam and Eve is the leading sex toy company in the USA. For more than 45 years, they have built up a reputation as a trusted and reliable adult toy store that takes pleasure and privacy seriously. Now, we can all agree that free stuff is awesome, but free stuff to spice up your bedroom? Well, that is even better. Select almost any one item for 50% off, and then Adam and Eve loads on the free stuff. Enter offer code BELIEVE at checkout and get 10 tantalizing free gifts. A sexy item for him, a special gift for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And six free spicy movies, plus free shipping. That's Believe, B-L-E-A-V, offer code Believe at checkout at adamandeve.com. Okay, guys, we are back. So uh, with Brian Dillon. And so Brian, my next question to you is this. Can you talk a little bit about how men can build their life of their dreams? The, the first thing I want to say to that is you've got to get your head right. A lot of this is the mindset that you have. When, when a man goes through a divorce, he's knocked off balance. You're not thinking straight. And you have to control your thoughts. That is paramount. You need to control the thoughts you're thinking. And you need to control the questions that you're asking yourself. If you're constantly saying things to yourself like, why me? Why am I a victim? Why is this happening to me? Um, if you hold on to anger and resentment, you're doing yourself a disservice. You know, Buddha said, you will not be punished for your anger. You will be punished by your anger. 
And that is so true. You know, when you're stewing in that anger, you're not hurting your ex, you're only hurting yourself. And so, and, and this is not easy stuff. You know, I mean, I can tell you, but I mean, it took me a long time. You actually have to reach a point where you can forgive your ex. And that took me a long time. I mean, I had to meditate on it quite a bit because, you know, when you see your whole world broken up intentionally, um, it's very hard to deal with. So you need to control your thoughts and thoughts are going to take you in a certain direction. So self-talk is, is huge. I talk a lot about this in the book. You know, your self-talk programs your subconscious mind. Your self-talk is going to put you in a particular frame of mind. Thoughts lead to actions. Actions lead to results. So you need to police your thoughts. And I was so far down and so at the bottom of the barrel, so despondent that I just started inundating myself with positive. Anything positive that I could get my hands on, I'm listening to it, I'm reading it. Um, it's just, you've got to get that mindset proper and uh, just try to get past that anger, past the resentment that then you can start building things up from there, but you've got to get to that point. So the book is not only a guideline or, or a support, a help support for, for men in this particular situation, but it's also a way for you to accomplish some of your success, maybe financially as well. Absolutely. The, it's a, it's a success book. The book is how to be successful. You know, I mean, I made a fortune and got divorced and lost it all. I made a fortune a second time, got divorced and lost it all. So the third time I said, I'm going to keep it, you know? <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I made a fortune again. It was not easy to do, but I, uh, in fact, it was the hardest because I had to get through all the mental garbage. But once I did, it's not tough to be successful. And I lay it out in the book, step-by-step, how to become successful. And I did it in probably 10 to 15 years. I went from being below zero. I mean, way in debt. I had arrearages and all that stuff to um, being a millionaire and retiring. And I lay out in the book exactly how to do that. You've got to have the right thoughts about money. You know, everything is energy, including money. And you can repel money or you can attract money depending on your thoughts. So the book is a, it's a success manual. And what I've done is I've just taken everything that I've learned about success and probably 40 years of studying it and tailor-made divorced men. So anybody that's divorced, I don't care how many years ago, there's this lingering aspect to it. And uh, if a guy's been divorced 20 years ago, I say, hey, read the book. It's going to help you with your life. It's going to help you be happier, more at peace, more successful financially, and just a better all around. So I didn't ask you this before, but do you have any kids with, with your marriages at all? I do. Okay. So how, how is your relationship now with your ex-wives and your kids currently? Horrible. Um, I had, um, for example, in my second marriage, I actually adopted her son. And when it came time for the divorce, I'm the only father this boy had ever known. I said, well, I'm not going to just stop being his father. I'm, you know, and, um, she's like, uh, I don't want you around him. And I said, well, wait a minute. I've been his father for nine years or so, you know, I'd kind of like to continue. <laughs> and, um, she literally would not let me see him. You know, I mean, I even, one time I went to the school thinking I could go and see him before she picked him up and she threw him in the car and took off. You know, I mean, there's just, that's it. 
And again, unfortunately, it's the kids that suffer this, you know, because they're told things that aren't true and, and they think maybe the parent doesn't want to see them. Um, so there's not always a happy ending. And that's the sad truth of these things. Now, that brings up a whole nother issue for men. How do you deal with that? See, and again, I talk about that in my book. You have to reach a point where you can accept the things you cannot change. That's a big one. That's really tough. You know, when you're a father and you go from hero to zero, that's going to hurt. And so you have to know how to deal with that and reach a point where you just say, look, I can control so much and the rest of it. Um, you know, the Lord's going to have to handle because I can't. All right. Here's my left field question that I ask everybody on the show. Where do you see yourself five years from now? Five years from now, probably pretty much where I am now. You know, I've got this awesome life. I get up in the morning. I go to, I, just, I went to the beach this morning. I go to the beach three days a week. We do yoga on the beach. We sit and eat breakfast on the beach. Um, I am just enjoying myself. You know, I, I do what I want. I write, uh, wrote the book and I've actually started another one, a novel, just because it turns out I enjoy writing. I didn't realize that until I wrote the book. Um, I'm learning how to play the guitar five years from now. I hope I'm really, really good. Uh, <laughs> but the only thing that I really want to do is try to help guys out with uh, what they're going through on this divorce, because I know I've got answers for a lot of what they're going through. But I'm not looking to build an empire anymore or, or any of that kind of stuff. I'm just enjoying time with my beautiful wife and um, living in paradise. So you're married again then, right? Is that you I'm married again. I've been be 15 years uh, in about a week. And oh. uh, we have an awesome relationship. In fact, she was telling me the other day, she said, you need to tell people. I took the principles out of your book. And I'm making, she started selling real estate. So she sold, uh, you know, like $5 million of real estate this year already. And so she's like, you know, those principles work for anybody. And I'm like, oh, that's good to hear. <laughs> yeah, right. So Brian, tell me, first of all, where you, that people can buy your book. Um, my website is from x to excellence.com. And X is spelled E-X like ex-husband. Mm -hmm. So it's F-R-O-M-E-X-T-O-E-X-C-E-L-E-N-C-E. -E -E from x to excellence.com. And for your people listening here today, there's a 10% discount. The coupon code is F as in from, E as in ex-husband, T as in two, and E as in excellence, FX2 excellence. They put that in, they'll get 10% off. And some of your, you have a website as well or other social media handles like Instagram or anything like that, people? Uh, I'm on Facebook. They can okay. follow me on Facebook. And again, it's it's the book from X to excellence. Mm -hmm. And I would love everybody to get on there and follow that. I put some cool stuff on there from time to time. We've got some new things uh, coming out. So that'll be good uh, for everybody too. Wow. Well, Brian, it's been uh, been a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you for sharing your stories and and and, and your passion. And uh, it was really great having you. And I wish you nothing but the success for for from now on to whenever. And and thank you for being on, on my show again. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, thank you. Take care now. Bye now. Well, that is it for this episode of a fit life. I want to thank our guest again, Mr. Brian Dillon, for a very interesting conversation. I hope you all enjoyed it as much as I did. And if you did, please subscribe and rate this show on iTunes. We are available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. 
Any comments or questions you'd like to submit, you can do so at Heraldo Meglera on Instagram and Twitter. In closing, if you're interested in advertising on this show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. For a fit life, I'm Heraldo Meglera here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.